Hi, everyone, and welcome finally to the first episode of this podcast. Um, if you don't know me, my name is Paulina. I'm 24 years old, and I'm not so sorry. I lied. <laughs> I'm not 24. I'm 25. I recently turned 25, so I'm still confused. Um, anyway, I wanted to start off this podcast with sharing my testimony with you guys. Um, and basically, I wanted to share this because I came from a uh, a very new age based lifestyle for about 10 years before I accepted Jesus into my life. And he has done so much for me. And honestly, I feel like I have this responsibility to tell everyone about it. Um, basically, when I was like in the new age lifestyle, um, of course, everything I was in it for like 10 years. So everything around me, including the people that I was with and um especially social media, it became very new age influenced, um, I guess you could say. And um, basically, back then, I actually wanted to create a podcast for mental health, but like coping with mental health with new age. And luckily, that never worked out. And I see why it never did. But like, um, I've always been a strong advocate for mental health, because I struggled a lot with it. Um, so a lot of that community, specifically like it's based off of people trying to find healing from trauma from pain that they carry and sometimes trauma that makes us think that we have to identify with it um including myself for a long time like i identified with the pain and the things that that happened to me um and while i thought it was something that it was like that made me stronger it honestly made me weaker because i was constantly like you know, constantly offended, constantly giving excuses um, as to why I couldn't do something and just wasn't living life to the fullest and wasn't really healed. I wasn't peaceful. I wasn't, you know, it was kind of just going around being exposed to anything that would cause me to feel, um, you know, anxious, upset, worried. It was like literally, you know, stepping on eggshells through life. So, I like I said, I felt like this responsibility to tell people who are in that lifestyle right now or who who went through it, who are looking for answers, whatever. I'm I'm here to tell you that you don't gotta go to the crystal store, you don't have to go to a psychic, you don't need tarot card readings to find that peace or to ha to find that healing that you want. It's found in Jesus. And it sounds crazy because like me a year ago, I would never say any of this stuff. Honestly, I was very you know very far on the opposite opposite side. I, I didn't like anyone that was like always preaching Jesus and saying that he's a healer because um because personally at the time like I didn't see all the all the things that he had done and what he's capable of and what God was capable of doing and what he how he was able to move in your life. So I was ignorant to it. I know a lot of people are or have been ignorant to it, but it's just I feel like it's different when it's someone you know that was so heavily into the new age life that fully transformed into this now um it just it hits different because it makes you see like wow like i have a possibility and maybe this is really going to bring me healing um i remember like my number one thing when i was like going through it and like trying to figure out my relationship with God. I watched a lot of testimonies on YouTube, especially of people who were in the new age lifestyle or even like witches and everything of that sort, like people that were in that lifestyle who changed their lives, um, who now live for Jesus. And that really helped because it's, it's relatable. And 
this is what God wants for us. You know, he wants us to, to have, to talk about the pain and the suffering that we went through, but realize like how glorious God is that he got us out of those situations. And now we are living a life of peace and joy and healing. And I'm not saying that when you're a Christian and when you develop that relationship with God, things get easier. They don't, honestly. Sometimes things get harder. Sometimes you're being tested more, but it's easier in a sense that you don't have to take it upon yourself every single time. Now you could take it with Jesus and Jesus will carry you through. God will fight your battles for you. All we have to do is trust in him and be patient and just trust that, you know, he is a God who has our best interests at hand. So of course, he's going to do what is right for us. And he's going to do what's going to make us better, you know, spiritually, mentally, physically, whatever it is, like he's going to do what's best for us and what's according to our plans that he has designed for us. And we have to continue to trust in him because he is a loving and good God. Like he wants all good things for us. And why wouldn't we want to go follow him? So I just encourage people, like if you're in new age right now, or if you're thinking about it, or if you're questioning new age now too, I just encourage people to seek God, but fully with your whole heart, not just like a prayer here and whatever. Like you'll hear into my testimony what I mean by that, but I'm telling you like give yourself to God fully and you will be just in shock of how he moves in your life. Um, This is not a hoax, you know, this is real. And with that being said, without getting into it too much, um, I wanted to just share my testimony. So like I mentioned, I have always been a really bold and strong advocate for mental health because everyone struggles through it. And I feel like my perspective on it has shifted so much ever since my journey with God. But um, I'm going to start back when things were hard, you know, what what started it all. So basically, when I was nine years old, I was a new kid in school. I started a new district. Everything was different. Um, and I was um, bullied a lot. I was a, very much on the heavier side. I was obese. I had glasses. Um, I was also pretty tall for my age. And, um, you know, my mom did me dirty with the, you know, Dora the Explorer haircut. So I was getting it from, you know, all angles. But um, basically, like at age nine, you know, I already was dealing with all that, all that pressure to be or to look a certain way. And that pressure of knowing like, that you're not fitting in with other people and that you're being excluded. Like, don't like, I, I definitely had my, my friends, you know, I had like two or three, maybe a handful of good friends, but I struggled a lot. And I already knew like there was already like a kind of a social pyramid going on in the school and in the whole district itself. But, um, of course that followed through to middle school. So after getting bullied and stuff like that, um, I grew up and during middle school was probably the hardest time because I was, I started self-harming um, because I did not like myself. I was very insecure. I didn't like my body. I didn't like how I looked. Um, I didn't like how I was. So I had a lot of self-hatred. Um, and like I said, I was you know cutting myself. I was just going through it and I developed anxiety. I developed depression, panic disorder. Um, and I even had you know suicidal thoughts. I attempted suicide. Um, and I also was sexually assaulted at this point in my life as well. So I was just, I was going through it. There was a lot going on. Um, and all that, you know, while still trying to be fit, like still trying to fit in somewhere in school. So like everything's going on plus that. So it was a hard time. Um, and 
that carried through, of course, to high school. So because of the anxiety and everything that I had gone through at this point in my life, I forget who it was specifically. I don't think it matters, but someone gave me a crystal. Um, I think it was Amethyst. And at the time, like they had said like, oh, Amethyst is going to, you know, heal your anxiety. It's calming. It's peaceful, blah, blah, blah. So of course, like I took it with me. I remember like I'd put it in my pencil case and take it with me to school and like, you know, I wasn't really sure about it because I was still kind of new in it. So I didn't really cling on to it the way that I did later on in life. But um, yeah, I, I that was kind of like the first time I was introduced into new age. So I was like 14 at this time. And, um, you know, going into high school, sorry if you hear my dog shaking, <laughs> going into high school, you know, social life is more broadened. Is that a word? Yeah. There's there's more variety in high school. So, of course, I fell into the group that, um, you know, those other girls who knew of the new age lifestyle, not so much with crystals, but they were, we would literally sit in the cafeteria, in the library, and um, use the Ouija board. Now, it's crazy. Like, I knew deep down, because I feel like everyone has a sense of logic and the sense of knowing that there is a spiritual uh, spiritual realm that we're living in, and there's good and bad. There's angels and demons. So, of course, like, you know, I feel like it's basic no, like knowledge that, you know, you shouldn't be playing with Ouija boards. And I knew, honestly, but I still did it because I thought, like, okay, this is what this life is, um, and this is how I'm going to get my answers. So a lot of the time, you know, I sp- in the beginning of high school, I spent time with these friends, would do the Ouija board, do some activation, whatever on it, and, like, get into that. And then I had other friends. As I got older, I got friends that would claim to be uh, palm readers and do palm readings for everyone in the school, do tarot card readings, um, you know, also had crystals, do very witchy things like hexing. I remember like if someone did me dirty in high school, this girl would literally be like, do you want them to be hexed? Like we can hex them. And I'd be like, okay, without knowing to the extent of what was really happening. And I honestly, I look back and I'm like disgusted because of, cause I, I had that logic Um, but I just didn't, I don't know why I was just like, okay, let's do it. You know what I mean? Like I was very much like, I was just very deep in the new age life that I was just like, okay, this is what we have to do to find healing. This is how we get our revenge. This is how we do this and that third, whatever. So after high school, um, I kind of like, wasn't really relying on that anymore. Um, I wouldn't say I was healed from my mental struggles. I still had them, but they were kind of like in the back of my mind, honestly, because it was like, all right, I left high school. I'm done with school. Like we start new. We're not carrying like a lot of my trauma. A lot of the mental health struggles came from being in school. And like, like I said, that pressure to fit in. Um, and even though high school was a little better, it's still like, it wasn't a hundred percent, you know, and there was still things that would trigger it and trauma and whatnot. Um, but once I got to college, like I was, uh, in a better place, but I was still like in the world. I wasn't doing new age stuff as much, but I was still, you know, just not doing the right thing. I was smoking a lot. Um, I was partying a lot. I was just not, it was just kind of like whatever. And so it wasn't until the pandemic, I think, um, I don't know exactly what triggered it. I think it was the pandemic itself because I know a lot of people went through it during that time, but my anxiety got really bad. I don't know where, uh, I developed again, panic disorder, depression, 
um, and I had suicidal ideologies. I never thought I was going to do it, but I was worried that I was because of how bad my mental health was. And I was very aware, like I said, like I was an advocate, so I knew when things were going downhill. So the moment it did and the moment I was having more, you know, I guess struggle, more uh, panic attacks and stuff like that, I was like, okay, like I have to go to therapy. So I started therapy again. I put myself back. And then, of course, my initial reaction when I'm struggling mentally was like, okay, I have to go to the crystal store. I got to go buy crystals. I have to take my crystals out. Like I had, I still had what I had, like the amount of crystals I had with me, but I was like, okay, I got to buy more. Like I have to cleanse them. I have to pull them out. Like it was like, that was my initial response. And it's funny because like, that's what you see nowadays too. Like a lot of the time with mental health, it's really like, if you look it up on Google, I bet you like, if you look up like how to heal, it's going to take you to like yoga to like crystals and to do this with and like meditate and like that's fine like breathing is fine meditation is okay as long as it's on the word of god and not like astral projecting the way i was and like opening your third eye and doing all that stuff like but that's what you see honestly because new age is such a trend right now and and there's so many people that are hurt in this world that you know they'll be misled into doing all these things and they won't realize how much damage they're doing in their lives and what they're going into at the core of it without you know without realizing like hey like we have god like we could just turn to him you know so like i fell into that of course my initial response was like always okay if i feel unwell mentally i have to buy this crystal i have to go get a tarot card reading someone must have cursed me um i have to see a psychic so it was always like you know it was always spending money it was always doing these things and it was also in like a lot of self-help books um, I was really like I would carry the book The Power of Now as if it was like the answer to life. I carried it with me all the time. It honestly, I idolized it too because I would read it and be like, I I can't get through my day with if I don't have this book on me, you know. It, and I would idolize that too. I would idolize these crystals, those books, um, and this lifestyle because I was so afraid of where my life was heading. Like like I said, I was dealing a lot mentally, and I was I was in therapy and I was doing well, but I made new age and everything of new age all those practices I made it become like I needed it you know what I mean I can't explain it that well but I was like so desperate to get healing and to not feel the way I was feeling that I was like I need this or I'm gonna die you know type of energy so I fully committed my whole life to it um and I don't want to say things were getting better because I mean like it it seemed like they were but once I had therapy and, you know, I was doing all these things and rituals and manifestation a lot too and all that stuff, um, I was getting better. But honestly, I realized now that it wasn't me getting better. I was kind of just ignoring every chance I could to be exposed to things that might cause me anxiety. Um, I had a lot of driving anxiety back then, especially during the pandemic. And of course, like, a little after the pandemic, you don't, you didn't really need to drive anywhere. Um, so for me, like I was finally getting comfortable with driving just to work and back home without having a panic attack. So I considered that healed. You know what I mean? Like I was like, okay, I'm healed because now I can drive. But it wasn't true because I still would struggle going to the supermarket. I struggled a lot with agoraphobia. I didn't want to be um, in public places. I had like a lot of social anxiety. So I didn't put myself in those situations. And a lot of the time, the anxiety stemmed from that. So like I didn't put myself in those situations and I wasn't growing, honestly. I was just kind of limiting myself more each day. Like I wasn't leaving my house. I wasn't doing anything because I didn't want to face that anxiety. But I was claiming that I was healed because I was just not, you know, I wasn't facing it. 
long story short, um, after it was like t- 2021, um, I met my boyfriend and, you know, like I said, things were good. Cause I'm, I'm like in love and like, you know, we were in a world of relationships. So of course, like, you know, everything was just, everything seemed fine. So, um, it wasn't until like a year into our relationship, we were facing some, not issues with each other, but as a couple, we faced some things. And life is life regardless. So I was going through a lot of change, a lot of situations that were just kind of weighing down on me. And during this time while we were dating, um, I was still in new age. I Like I said, I made it a thing where it was like, okay, therapy might have ended, but I have to continue with this or else I'm going to have to end up back in therapy and I'm not going to do well. So um, we were dating. Like I said, we were in the world. And I would sometimes like encourage him to do new age stuff too, like all these self-help books. Um, but like, it's like self-help books, but like the transformational ones, like the new age based ones. Um, and he on, like, he did try it because I knew he would like go through stuff and like me trying to help him. I would tell him like, Oh, use this crystal, put it on your forehead or meditate and whatnot. So, um, you know, he quickly kind of shut that down. (laughs) He was kind of like, this isn't working. (laughs) And, um, he was already like, he was a, you know, Christian, his family's Christian, um, but he wasn't in the word. He was, I guess you would consider him lukewarm, but regardless, um, while we were dating, I fell back into a really bad, uh, spike of anxiety, depression, panic disorder, um, depersonalization and derealization. I don't know if anyone knows what that means, but it basically feels like, you know, sometimes anxiety is so bad that it feels like you're not in your body and that you're living in a movie. And it's a freaky, scary, feeling that I never wish upon anybody like it was so bad and um unfortunately I also was facing a lot of suicidal thoughts um because like again it was like the anxiety was so bad the depression was so bad that it was like what's the point of living if it's going to be like this every day especially with what I was feeling with the depersonalization derealization it was like I'm not even in my own body so like what's the point of living? You know, it got to that point. It was very existential. Um, so I was struggling again. I put myself back in therapy and, um, nothing was working. Um, I felt like as deep as I got into new age with the whole like rituals and charging my crystals and, um, even astral projecting during meditations and doing all these things, nothing was working. And, um, Luckily, I had my boyfriend at the time and he was like, hey, like, um, why don't you just read the Bible or why don't you like, you know, put down those self self-help books and read the Bible or like, you know, um, get right with God. And I would kind of look at him and I was ignorant. And I'd be like, what is he going to do for me? Like, I need something that's going to help me or else I'm going to have to be on medication. Um, and I was really not that I'm against medication. I know some people really need it um, and it's it's done wonders for them. But personally, I didn't. I never feel like I need it, Um, but I knew that at this point, like, it was so bad that I was like, I might need medication because I can't live a life like this anymore. Um, So, I, you know, when he said that, I was like, I need something that's going to help. And I I don't know if I mentioned this before, but my family was already Catholic, so my mom knew I was going through it, and she told me, like, hey, like, why don't you pray to the saints, pray to your guardian angel, and that's what I was doing, like, I was praying daily daily. And while I was doing that, I was still carrying crystals with me. Like when I tell you, like this was at my other, like this was at my job that I hated, by the way, I was also working a toxic, horrible job. Um, and 
So like my daily routine back then would look like, okay, wake up. I would um, do a meditation in bed and get ready for work. On the way to work, I would listen to some like new age, you know, based podcast or video or like do, oh my God, I would do affirmations every morning. Um, Like basically saying you're the creator of your own universe, like all this stuff. Like it was really, you know, very bad, very idolistic, idolizing. Anyway, Um, and I would carry crystals with me 24 7 when I tell you my bag was an extra like five pounds because of all the rocks that I had in there plus I was wearing them so I had rings I had earrings I had necklaces and bracelets made of these crystals like to the point if you went to my job and you saw me at that desk you would have to dig me out of the amount of rocks that I had all over me like if that doesn't scream help me then I don't know what does because your girl was going through it and I was not making it through the day, even with all these damn crystals on me. Um, so yeah, I, nothing was working um, basically. And like I said, I was praying. And at that point, my boyfriend was like, well, why don't you just pray to God? Like, why are you going through these people? Just go to God. So I was like, all right, I started praying to God. Um, I wasn't really good with like praying in general. So I did download um, the app, the Bible app, um, not mainly to pray, but I think, I'm sorry, I'm like hopping back and forth in the story, but um, my boyfriend, knowing all the information he had with like, go to God and pray and read the Bible and stuff like that, he himself was going through his own spiritual journey. He was struggling. So he picked, you know, from what he knew, he picked up the Bible. He started like fixing his and working on his relationship with God. So he was encouraging me to do the same. Um, And because of that, you know, us girls, like we want to I think we naturally all want to support our partners. So I downloaded the Bible app because I wanted to send him scripture daily um, to help him in in his own journey. And luckily, the Bible app did have like a guided prayer that you could do. So I learned a lot through that um, and through him. So, yeah, basically, I would send him like the verse of the day, not knowing anything of what it meant besides what the you know Bible app said. And then slowly he was like, hey, like, why don't you just like read the whole chapter because like you'll you'll get more from the whole chapter than just the verses. Um and eventually that's what I started doing. And of course with his help, like he had a way of breaking down the Bible and like the stories for me to make it so understandable. So he helped me a lot with that with understanding and eventually like our pastime became like, hey, you want to go read? Um and we'd read together, we'd read text commentaries, he'd pray over us because like I said, like even now I'm still like shy of praying in front of him and in front of other people. Um, but we, we did pray together. Um, and yeah, so while I was still like kind of, you know, going through this, building my relationship with God, I slowly but surely started, you know, putting the, you know, crystal pouch aside. I didn't take it with me every day. I didn't carry my crystals on me. I didn't wear them at this point, just sitting in the corner of my room where I kept them. Um, And it wasn't until I had this weird dream and a few different, you know, situations, but basically I had this dream that I was in my room, it was nighttime, and my sisters were calling me downstairs and said that there was an exorcism that needed to be done on our family members. So I went downstairs um, and I go to the chair where the family member was and I realized it was me. And then at that point, I was the person in the chair and I'm looking at the ceiling and I just remember like feeling like this dark presence. And then I started singing some weird ritualistic like humming noises. And it's 
it's crazy because like in the dream, like I, I, I was doing it in the dream, but it felt like I was doing it in real life. Like, you know, when you have those dreams where it feels like you're, you can hear yourself laugh or you can hear yourself make a weird noise. So it felt like that. I felt like I was actually scre- uh, singing in my dream, but in real life too. So yeah, and it was dark and I didn't like it. So I feel like, you know, I woke up after that dream and I was like, this was not from God because, you know, I may not know much from God, but I know God is not, you know, he doesn't want you to feel fear or anxiety. So this dream wasn't from him. And I think I was, it was a spiritual attack. So, um, at the time also, like while that dream happened, um, I, like I said, I had the crystals in my room. I wasn't carrying them with me anymore. I wasn't doing anything new age. Honestly, I was just kind of just praying at this point and reading the Bible. So, there was moments at nighttime, like right before bed, I would feel like that corner where my crystals were and where like all the spell books and everything like that, like of new age, basically. Um, I felt like there was a spirit there that was, you know, obviously unwelcome. And it was scary, honestly. Like at nighttime, I would spend time, like 10 minutes just standing there and praying and try to cast out whatever was in my room, like scaring me, um, especially in that corner where all that stuff was. And there'd be times at nighttime where I'd wake up at 3 a.m. and I would not want to look in that corner of my room because I knew something was waiting there for me to be scared, to look at it, to I don't know what. But after that experience, after those dreams, after, you know, all the scary stuff, I was like, you know what, I'm I'm just going to throw these out. The reason I kept the crystals was because I didn't know what to do with them. Um, I didn't know the proper way of like disposing them. Um, and I also like, I, I was kind of stupid. I was like, maybe I'll just sell them to people. And at some point it clicked. I was like, I don't want anyone to be a part of this. So I just, on I threw them in the trash. I didn't, you know, and it's crazy because like in the new age world, like that's like something you shouldn't do. Like, you know, so that's when I knew like things were just out the window. Like this was not real to me, like the new age stuff. So, um, I threw everything out. Literally all the books, all the ritualistic books, spell books, crystals, incense, sage that I had, just everything. I threw that all out literally for um, next day's pickup. Like I was like, I'm done with these things. I'm done with this life. Like this is not for me. I'm not trying to have this energy around me, like period. So um, yeah, I once that happened, things kind of went uphill Um I was just kind of like reading the Bible more. Like I said, me and my boyfriend uh, eventually like fully put God at the center of our relationship, you know, started reading more and he got closer with God. I started working on my relationship with God and then I got baptized in August. And since then, like things have been so amazing. And I'm not saying like, you know, I haven't faced any issues since then. Like I've, we've, not just me, but like people around me, um, I realized like just because you, you know, are a Christian doesn't mean that life is like easy breezy, you know, like things will still happen. You'll still go through struggles. I went through a lot of struggles, especially like at the peak of my like, uh, faith life, I guess, like when things were really good faithfully, like, um, spiritually, I was going through it a lot with situations in life and, Honestly, I think it was a test of my faith because I, even though things were happening, I was still like, no, like God promised that he's going to work this out. So I'm going to stick to that. I'm going to still praise. I'm going to still worship. And I did. And, and, you know, things just worked out and I will get into that more, but, um, basically things have just been amazing. And I wanted to make this 
podcast mainly for God to work through it. It's nothing I say, it's nothing I do or whatever, but it's what God does. And I just want to like, I don't know. I just feel like there's so many people who, um, who need that relationship with God because like I said, there's so much pain in this world. There's so many people running to, you know, whether it be new age, whether it be drugs, whether it be alcohol, whether it be like, you know, sexual relationships that aren't of God and stuff like that. Like there's so much that people are running to, to deal with whatever trauma, whatever things that may trigger the pain that they have within them, that they don't realize we literally have a God who will take that from you. will take all that pain from you turn it for good and change your life completely and bring so much light. And I'm not saying, like I said, like when you're a Christian, like you don't just get a bunch of blessings and everything's great and life is amazing, but it's like you have this sense of peace knowing that we have a God who loves us and that's that's all we need to know. Like God will provide for you. God has made so many promises to you that are good. So we just have to have faith in him that he will continue to keep his promises and he's never failed. He has never failed to keep a promise. He is the one and only consistent person that we could turn to and we know will come through with whatever we need and will provide and sustain us and heal us and restore us in ways that we literally don't like can't even like uh understand. It's like way beyond our own understanding. But um it's so necessary to have that relationship with God because when things get rough, when things go south and you don't know where to go to, who to go to, it's hard to go to people. Um, cause like even with therapy, um, and I'll get into this in another episode, but I'm just letting the Holy Spirit take control because I have so much to say, but, um, even in therapy, even like if you call your mom or you're in distress, yes, like you can call those people, but, Sometimes they're going to be busy. Sometimes, honestly, sometimes not everyone's in the best mood to answer to a call like that. Like I've realized that when I was going through anxiety and I was just trying to call someone on my way home from work or on my way to work, um, I would have that anxiety and I didn't know who to call. And I'd, I'd just go down the whole list because I needed to talk to someone to distract me, to keep me hopeful and keep me at peace. But with God, you realize like no matter what situation you're facing, no matter what fear it is, whatever it is that's like weighing you down, you could call on him and he's going to answer each and every time. You know, it's not like, oh, hold on, I have to go do this and I'll call you right back. It's no, God's going to pick up the phone and answer to your calling. And if it's not an, an answered blessing right away, it's that it's that peace right away. It's that peace in knowing that he's with you right now. You know, you call on him, he answers every single time. And that's what the beauty of having that relationship with God is. It's not just what he's promised you, like all the blessings and stuff like that, but it's just his presence alone and and how much love he has for us. That's the, the true meaning of having that relationship with him. Just his presence alone and knowing that he is always with you. And if you keep him at the center of your heart, if you love him with your entire heart, you'll be amazed at what he does in your life and how he moves in your life and how he completely changes your life. Like I said, like I, it wasn't until I fully, you know, um, stopped carrying those crystals with me every day and stopped, you know, having one foot in one foot out. It wasn't until I, I threw out all this stuff and really committed my whole life and whole heart to him that I started seeing these changes and seeing like, 
wow, God is good and God is for me. You know, God is never against me. Um, I have like, you know, I don't have to go through these things by myself because I have a God who no matter what, no matter what pain it is, no matter what situation, no matter what struggle you're in, he's going to turn that situation for good. And you know what? It's even in the situations that are impossible. Things may seem so impossible, but we have to remember like this is a God who literally works the impossible. He can do anything and we shouldn't limit him and we shouldn't push him away. And I'm saying this because this is how I used to think too. Um, with Christians, I'd be like, Oh, like, you know, living a Christian life, you're so limited to doing stuff, but it's not true. Like you don't, it's funny because outside of it, people are like, Oh, like, you know, it's so strict and all this stuff and you have to obey and you can't do this and that. Like, why can't we just do whatever we want? But when you're living a life for God and you accept him into your life, it's because like you've realized how much he has done for you. Like he has done so much for me personally. He has lifted me up from the dust and transformed my life. And you kind of get to a point where it's like you've done everything already that you think you wanted and you, you've done everything that you think would work, but it's not working. Like things just stop adding up. And it's like when you have a life with God, when you live for him and you see how good it is, why wouldn't you want to like listen to his oh, like his commands? Why wouldn't you want to honor him and all that you do when he saved you from a place that was so dark and was so scary at one point? Like, why wouldn't I want to live for him at this point? I I was like I I have to I have to do something. I have to I'm so grateful for him that the least I can do is commit my life for to him and live for him and honor him in everything I do. That's why I keep him at the center because like it's the least I can do. So I always say this to people. It's like why wouldn't I obey him? Why wouldn't I want to live a life with him after he's done so much for me, after he's literally healed me and he completes me and he makes me happy? Why wouldn't I want to continue to live a life that is surrounded, um, is well centered in on him? You know what I mean? And um, yeah, I just, it's crazy. I just hope that people can take this message. And if you're a new age right now, like, um, you know, and if this message rubs you wrong, I'm sorry, but like, this is the truth. You know what I mean? Like, this is not, you know, just some hoax. This is not a lie. This is written and this has been proved and just do your research. And most importantly, like, this is something that I did a lot when I was in new age is I would refer to, um, like God as, you know, quote unquote, like the universe. Um, I would never say God. It was always just like, oh, the universe, this. And then you come to realize, like, if you're, like I said, if you're a logical person, you understand that there's a, there's a spiritual realm that we're living in, right? So if we're saying, oh, the universe will do whatever it's want, or I give permission to the universe, whatever, you're giving permission to whatever's around, angels and demons, whatever's around to come and do stuff in your life. And I just hope that people are aware of who they're talking to when they say these things out in the open um, and what they're doing. Honestly, like I said, like a lot of the time we realize what we're doing is not OK and it, and it feels wrong, um, yet we do it still. But listen to your intuition. Like if you're burning a whole list of things, if you're you know trying to force your life to go a certain way. I don't think like we're not meant to do that. Like we're, you know, <laughs> I don't know. For, like I look back now and I'm like, why was I doing this? But I know it's something that's not logical, especially when you're in a mindset of desperation and you're willing to do whatever it is to find that peace and healing. Um, and I'm not saying like, you know, that I'm not trying to justify it, 
But I understand why people did that. I understand why I did it. But like I said, I'm here to tell you guys, like, we have Jesus and he is accessible to everyone. Um, and it may be hard. That there was some, It was a struggle for me to leave what I was so accustomed to and so used to. Um, and it was a struggle because like a lot of people around me went to me for those things. Like a lot of the time my, my sister would call me and be like, Hey, can you cleanse my house? Can you do this? Um, because I feel like something's wrong, whatever. So I would, I would be the person that they would call and be like, Hey, what does this crystal do for you? Or what do I do? I'm not feeling well mentally. And I'd be like, Hey, do this meditation, carry this crystal with you. Let me cleanse your house. Let me cleanse you, you know? And, um, having to not identify with that anymore and having to tell people also that surrounded you like, Hey, don't come to me for this anymore because I don't align with it anymore. Like, let me tell you about Jesus, you know, and it's not always going to be the best reaction, um, which sucks because I wish people were more open to it and truly saw how good God is and, you know, and all of his glory, but you have to be bold and, don't be afraid because regardless in life, you're going to lose people. You're going to lose friends. You're going to lose, you're going to always be growing. Um, so that was something that I had to accept. Like, Hey, like I'm going to accept Jesus into my life because I want to, I love him so much. And I, and I see all that he's done for me. Um, but that means I might have to end some friendships. I might have to distance myself from some people because they align with who I was in the past and the painful, the painful, you know, burdens and stuff that I was carrying with me. They knew me for that, but I'm made new in him. And it's just, it's overwhelming, but it's a beautiful feeling knowing that you have this like new chance at life to, to just be happy and to not carry those burdens with you, not carry that pain, that anxiety. And who knows, I might have anxiety again in the future, but guess what? I won't be, I'm not going to be stressed. I'm not going to worry because God is with me, you know, he's going to fight those battles for me. So it's like, you know, come what may. (laughs) Um, But, you know, that's that. That's my testimony. Um, And I hope that this truly touches some people um, and encourages curiosity. If you have questions, like, please ask me. I'm I still consider myself a baby Christian, but I have a lot of good friends who are in the word and I'm in the word. So I really try my best to just do what the word says, what the Bible says. And if you have any questions, like, please message me. Um, I don't want to make people feel like they can't go to me anymore for advice, for counseling, especially when they're going through a lot of mental health struggles. I want to make it clear, like my DMs are always open no matter what. Like I am not a perfect person. This whole thing is not because like, you know, I'm going to judge you or I like, I have no right to judge anyone. You know what I mean? But I just wanted to guide people this way because like I said, I have a responsibility. I feel like because I led people through a different way, but now I found this. So it's like, now I want to tell you all the good news. So I don't want to close the door for anyone. If you're struggling with something, like, please still message me. Um, There's no judgment, you know, and God will come to you and take you as you are and work wonders in your life. So I encourage you to just continue to be curious, ask questions and use YouTube. Like when I, like literally a big part of my faith journey was using YouTube and like seeing other people's testimonies, watching them and just honestly and watching the chosen y'all like the chosen will have you crying because it just, it just shows like a glimpse of how loving Jesus is. 
But don't be afraid to use those resources. But ultimately, you should definitely go to the Bible because the Bible is directly from God. Like that's God's word. And make sure it's a Bible version that you can understand and know that there's also like text commentaries online that you can look up and read as you read the Bible. Because I'm not going to lie, even now, sometimes I struggle understanding the Bible, but having those resources just helps to break it down and like be more relatable to your life and just easier to apply in your life. Yeah. And just, I encourage you all to just seek Jesus fully with your whole heart. And before I go, I wanted to share with you guys a verse that got me through it. And I kind of just want to make sure I give a verse at the end of each episode, just so that you can have something to hang on to for your day if you're listening. Um, And this is Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10. Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. So with that being said, if you guys have any questions, please reach out to me. If you're going through something and need prayer, reach out to me. But I hope you all have a beautiful day, night, whatever you're doing. And God bless. Mm -hmm.